Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode three of the Better Podcast Bureau. I'm Abigail Slade, and joining me in the studio today is Ian Martin. Hey, guys. And Tux, our new dog, Tux. His full name is Spooks, Buster, Tuxedo, Bandit, Gambit, Martin, Slade. Tux for short. <laughs> so uh, we do apologize for the delay, but if any of you guys are following closely on Instagram or our other social media platforms, you will know that he is the culprit for this delay. That and a couple <laughs> holidays and a few feasts in between. But we are excited to get back out here reviewing podcasts and sharing what we think you think would be enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, we're really excited this week to talk about the Art of Manliness podcast. Um, the Art of Manliness is hosted by Brett McKay. And he is a really interesting gentleman. He graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree in letters. And he's been doing things with the art of manliness for over 10 years, it seems like. Right. He started this in 2008 while he was attending uh, the University University of Tulsa College, uh, College of Law. And he did this uh, in his spare time as something for fun. And the art of manliness is something that I myself have been well it started off as an online blog if you will or online like newsletter thing that you could go to a website and read articles on on i guess the art of manliness and uh, since then it's evolved into a program called the strenuous life think of it as like scouts for adults as well as a weekly podcast um, known as the art of manliness podcast yeah in addition to the podcast and the strenuous life um, program there's still like a really large following for his online articles and his like online magazine. And so so this was a podcast that Ian actually introduced me to. Um, we talked about doing the What's Her Name podcast last time, and he said, oh, you know what would be fun is if we have a little comparison between one about women and one about men. And so he brought me, he introduced me to the art of manliness. So what can you tell us about your experience with it, Ian? So my experience, as I mentioned earlier, started way back to the graphics. Actually, one thing that I love about Art of Manliness, um, it started in 2008, but the art style they use is very vintage. Um, their icon is of that boxing man with the glorious mustache. And the aesthetic and theme is this vintage um, kind of era. And I think what it really does is it calls to an era where manhood was, or manliness was defined by virtue, by excellence, by success and, and love and fidelity. Fidel fidelity. And I think this has kind of been Brett's mission is to help the 21st century man embrace the virtues of the past and really to help, I would just say, distill this this uh, this ambiance of toxic masculinity. It really like filters a lot of that out. That's a term that's now being brought into this century with, with manliness or manhood, and he does a great job of help, helping it become pure again. And so getting back to it what drew me in were these little quick like almost comic book but done in like the the vintage era graphics of like how do you know how to get out of a sinking car or how to you know like how to avoid you know being i just thought those like little like tactical things were cool like how to avoid being followed or like how to have situational awareness or like how to tie a tie and they were done these great graphics which led me into his articles on you know what what it means to 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 be successful how to be a self-made man what it's like to have charisma and i can attribute to a lot of the charisma that i've gained you know although from natural sources being refined really into you know the art of manliness very cool and that's when you told me about that about the idea of kind of bringing masculinity back to its roots back from this toxic kind of twisted like just 
bad self deprecating version of manliness not a self-deprecating but what's sort of like well, well i i'm yeah just bring it back into the the scent of the woods and <laughs> and soaps that are lathered in pine and and leather right is that <laughs> <laughs> just think about old spice and that's, <laughs> no, no. that's the kind of manliness that oh, he's no. promoting I, i'm not sure if that's quite the manliness he's promoting but definitely the you know that scent of the 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 get well really he they put it into like Teddy Roosevelt's you know quote of get action men who take action and he you know there's a lot of you know we call them what is it like um, man childs or basically men who are stuck between this limbo of boyhood into manhood and he really helps you know and we'll talk about this later on to cultivate that growth and so I think what the word you're looking for really is just it purifies or it, it refines manhood out of that toxic masculinity into something that's more noble because it entices a partnership with women and it entices open-mindedness and entices tolerance and entices durability as well as self-control. And I think that self-mastery that is promoted is really cool. Now, granted, that's his mission, but we'll talk about his podcast. So we're here to re review his podcast and we'll see kind of how he approaches that and whether or not Brett and his team really do a great job with that. Yeah, so I'm glad that you brought up, like, specifically the podcast, because, like, when you introduced me to the whole mission of the Art of Manliness, or we call it AOM for short, when you introduced me to AOM, I was so on board with the idea of learning about this man who is really trying to help people fill out their personalities, help people find things that they feel like they're missing. And that's what I found with the podcast, is, like, each episode... It kind of has a how-to title, but what we found is that it's not really a how-to step-by-step. It's more of a introducing to the topic, here's an expert that he interviews, and introducing their book and really kind of promoting their book. So, y yes, the, the mission is to really bring masculinity and manliness back to a greater era kind of a thing. Um, or the modern era, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of with a modern twist, I, I, I guess you would say. Um, because there are modern issues that men in the 40s who would box barefisted <laughs> like, didn't have who to Who would deal take with. off their suit coat and lie in a puddle <laughs> so that their, their, their partners or their spouses could walk right. you know, over it. That still could happen, though. <laughs> chivalry is not <laughs> dead, as it's a man on the bus once told me. Ultimate <laughs> match of chivalry. Um but so 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 with all these promises of how to titles and how to get more poetry into your life, how to that's like, one of the episodes you listen uh -huh. to. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. That's like the first one I listened to, I think. But I I don't know, I was kind of disheartened after a while because I felt like a lot of it was it, it introduced you to a lot of really great ideas. But the more I listened to it, the more I felt like I was like not doing enough in my own life. Like I'm missing out on the poetry. I'm missing out on the Greek tragedies. I'm missing out on the, you know, scalumping in the woods. What's that word? <laughs> I, I definitely don't know, but I don't think it's scalumping. But um, I'll tell you what. So let's let's get into that because yes, with over 500 episodes, it can feel overwhelming, you know. And I think that the key is to know which ones are you interested in, or you know, that you want to work on or make up for in, in a place of your life that you're living without. But before we get into that, I want to talk about this idea that that you brought up. That there's a lot of how tos. These titles ask questions, and a lot with like, what's her name? You know, you mentioned Abigail. How they start off with this question to ponder on, sometimes related, sometimes unrelated. 
for the audience to chew on, even for the, the members of the podcast to think about. I've started to realize these how-tos, if anything, are kind of similar to questions for us to think about as we listen to them. You're right. Something that I've noticed, too, while listening to them is I don't really get a definite answer of how to do anything better, but I can I can think about it, or at least – and I'm, I'm given – a chance to experience it. Now, there can be some fault to that because I go in there and I'm thinking, okay, how to think like a renaissance man, how to develop a, a skill for poetry, and I'm expecting to be taught something. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, not all the time. Usually, and and so, so I'm not always taught about it, but if anything, I do say I can walk away at least thinking about it. Yeah. It's unfortunate, though, that the resource that's pointing me to always is the promoted material, usually from the guest speaker. But at least it's something that like, huh, I'm curious about this. I'm going to listen to, quote unquote, the expert's advice, which tends to be not always advice. Which tends to be go buy my book. <laughs> which can be, which can be go buy my book. I do think you and I listened to some that were really well, let's let's start this on the topic of the, the podcast. I like Brett McKay's podcast, The Automatliness Podcast. I'm going to talk about two parts, Brett McKay, but the other part that really makes or, break it, makes or breaks this podcast, and that is the audience or the guests that he chooses on or that he brings on. Mm -hmm. They play an equal role in cr causing a great or sense of entertainment and yeah. value, whereas with What's Her Name, you get the consistency of the sisters, you know, um, Olivia and Katie, and then with uh, with stuff you should know, you're there with the consistent companionship of Chuck and Josh, and so you can fall kind of in a trance of storytelling where you're like listening to them. It's like going with your pals, and they're in the room, and there's yeah. a sense of friendship. But with Brett, it's just it's Brett and someone new almost every time, and it's not always men that he brings on. Um, there's one I was listening to about success in the career place that had a woman, but they're the ones who make it or break it. And sometimes they can be like, read my book, read my book. Or like this one about doctor about sleep. He really talks about actually some really good advice. And so breaking into those two topics, why don't we start off with Brett and then his audience. But just to, just to kind of finalize, um, it really – if you're looking for someone where you can have that consistent like, like feeling of, of homeliness and, and friendship, this isn't quite that podcast. It's different every time. Um, it's not that sense of familiarity always. Yeah, one thing that I was going to bring up that I'm really glad you did was that it's it's kind of like not one that you just binge. I feel like I couldn't right. just binge it. Totally. But if I was thinking, oh, I, w I feel like I, I, w I wish that I knew how to like set up a tent, you know, I would look through these podcasts or even on the website and I would see like what they have about camping. But there's a great one about these two um, like long distance backpackers that did the Pacific Crest Trail, wow. and their story is actually really cool. Um, so I, yeah, I love the ones that had people's stories in them. On nice. a different note, because um, I feel like their stories really just are very engaging, and the narrative kind of allows you to get lost in it. And that's what I liked about right, it. Right, and where but you and I are big storyteller fans, this one doesn't quite hit that sweet spot for us. Yeah. You know, it, it, we don't. In fact, you and I have started and stopped. A lot of episodes where you pick it back up or find a new one because the thing is you don't really feel like you're missing out. You don't. Oh, what's happening next? It, there's none of that because it's it's more informative. It's more intellectual. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's less. It's like an audio textbook in a way. It it really it's like if you like listening to college lectures. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they're really great. Like I loved a few lectures that really stand out in my mind. But, um. Lectures are not always the most enjoyable thing when you have a four-hour drive ahead of you. Right, and so. and when an episode takes up one-fourth of that four-hour drive. They're long. Yeah. 
They are long episodes. I love Brett. Great guy. Like I said, I've been a big subscriber, but he does have a more monotone voice with, with slight inf- like fluctuations, but it can be something to some who may not be a big fan about that. In fact, well, I'll tell you what. I've been reading the, the articles for so long. His voice actually surprised me. I didn't expect it to, his voice to sound the way it did. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And not, like, not that that's bad. He's got a great masculine art of manliness voice, but I just didn't. He, ex- does. Yeah, he, he does. He has a voice that really, like, it makes you think of manliness when you hear his voice. Right. Um, but I think that's a really good distinction to kind of bring it back to your original point, to distinguish between the host, Brett, and the quality of his guests because some of them are really really good and some of them are uh, not so good (laughs) 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 to be generous (laughs) and i think that he he has really good connections with a lot of his guests like in in recent episodes he's brought on guests that he's had in the past that's something that i noticed a lot is like we had you on four years ago or you were here six months ago and some of them are kind of a follow-up, like, how are people reacting to the pandemic? And then that was, like, eight months ago. And another one in December, like, what have you seen change during the pandemic kind of a thing. Which can be pretty interesting, but also it makes me feel like he's, like, got a short list for new material. Well, I, I will add a rejoinder to that. I don't necessarily agree because something I know about Art of Manliness is they are the largest platform currently online for for this trend for for manhood or i guess for men's health what men's well-being they have become the largest platform and so i believe he's got a lot of supporters and i think like you're saying a lot of connections i do one thing that and so you know now speaking on that you know on the host topic um a few things i will you know definitely give to brett is that he's very thorough um what really is going to make or break his his part of it the the interviews is this idea of does he prepare well and it falls down to the questions that he asks the and because that's going to lead to the answers that come from you know his guests and so for the most part brett's questions are pretty good but i would say where he really comes through is he is so well read on his guests it it, he really exudes this it's almost like he he gives off this I've read your book mentality that I almost – you could fool me if he said, no, dude, I've actually never read the book. I've just <laughs> spark noted it, and I prepared for this. But I really – he gives off this, like, sense that he knows, one, what he's talking about. So, therefore, two, he knows what he's going to ask, and he really, I think, makes it really comfortable for the, uh, for the guests to talk about their material. And the nice thing about Brett, he gives them space to talk. That's true. He, he rarely, if ever – interrupts them or says like okay we're gonna move on but i think that that can uh i think it's definitely shows respect to his guests expertise and to their like field of interest but you had a button there i have a button there so one of my biggest like problems with the podcast is the pacing and just the way it's edited in general like it just doesn't feel like natural in a way sometimes it feels choppy sometimes it feels like it's rushed or like he had to like splice it together because of the time and so he took a question from the first 10 minutes and a question from the middle 10 minutes and a question from like the last 10 minutes with like half an hour in between each of those I don't know how to explain it but it seems like kind of the questions are not like sequential sometimes and it makes it feel like the conversation is more fabricated contrived so perhaps um the question i had in my mind is abigail how does that how does that fit in when we said he's thorough but perhaps what it is and this is because i and perhaps well this is where i might agree with you is that 
it seems like his guest will talk and go on a tangent. Mm -hmm. And so let's say the guest spends 10 minutes on talking about a new subject, but Brett has a list of questions. Instead of perhaps going with the conversation, asking follow-up questions on that tangent, Brett probably stops and goes back to his original other his original list of questions. And so it, maybe it seems jumpy because of that, and perhaps because Brett's not asking follow-up questions or really building a topic from that tangent yeah like it feels inorganic in a way because it has that kind of set list of questions so it's like if we were to go right back now and say okay now we're going to talk about the 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 the, you know like the the guest right it'd be like instead of focusing down this tree it's like going back and starting this thing that you had pre-thought pre-planned exactly cool and i think that it's also like my fomo at play my fear of missing out because like I so i used to write for a newspaper and i loved just going down those rabbit holes of of interviews and you end up finding like hidden gems in their fields of expertise. And I feel like we don't get that here. I feel like it's pretty formulaic. So you can be thorough and formulaic at the same time. Sure. I'm not denying that. It just seems like there's like, uh, there's no pizzazz with it. There's like, it can feel stiff. Yeah. And there's like just this thing that's missing and it's the organic nature of it, or it's the, middle 20 minutes that had to get cut out for editing and so it makes me wonder how long the interviews actually are and they do have show notes don't they they do in fact you can go on artofmanliness.com and then or just do a query for show, show notes and you're able to find basically everything they talk about in their their podcast and it's great because brett will list out hey here's things you're going to know here's things you're going to hear and it's usually just questions again that aren't always like how-tos. There's just like, we talked about this or someone's definition of this, which is great, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you. I do feel sometimes it's, it's a bit stiff, but that being said, it's, it's because it, it seems to be drawing from more intellectual instead of like a, hey, here's here's a discussion over a morning coffee or a morning <laughs> breakfast. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like a, we're going to sit down, we're going to talk about this and I want to know your experience and how you related to it and how it fits into with your book or your so-and-so material. Yeah, and he does, he always gives people a chance to, like, he reminds you at the end of every episode to go on to the website. So he's very good at branding, for one thing. We'll give him that. Sure. He definitely knows, like, there's so much more to the AOM than just the podcast. And so if he can use the podcast as a, a gate for people to go on to the website, then he'll do it. Just like the people he interviews are using the podcast as a gate for people to go buy their book. So he's a very good publicist in that sense um, at the expense, at the price of pizzazz <laughs> and teach their own right teach yeah. their own very much so and so for those who have that more i guess the, you know that the, the the intellectual kind of approach and who who aren't who don't put a lot of like a ton of value on that story narrative this is a good podcast but let's get into the, the just the other side of it it's it's the it's the guest and this one isn't as extensive because brett does make up a majority of it because he's as he's consistent he's the host mm-hmm. But the, the, the guests, although experts in their fields, can be pretty hit or miss because they add the other side. I went through a couple of reviews of Art of Manliness, um, and some of them were like, man, five out of five, great pandemic find, great thing. I'm like, yeah, those are thoughts I've had for a while because I love Art of Manliness. But some of those are like unsubscribed because this guy was a total jerk or like whatever. Oh. And this is like due to, you know, these experts who some can probably be a little presumptuous or a little, you uh-huh. know, and just just a little artificial or I was reading one about a guy who's talking about finance and he's like, he sounds really young. He's like talking about, yeah, me, my, my money, my rich, my, and it's just like, it can come off that way. Yeah. And, and so you, you, you could harbor a sense of, 
I don't know. It's kind just, of like the guests are like my way or the highway with some things. I've can, definitely some felt that. Yeah, some can be. I will say though, there are some that I just respect the heck out of. Like one episode of The Art of Manliness actually brought me to tears. Wow. Like I was not expecting that. You were that. saving this for me. You weren't you didn't tell me anything about this. I didn't? No. Oh, what? I okay, so there is one episode about this man who studied um, like ancient Greek tragedies in college, and he um, he was very against the like conflicts in the Middle East, and he even went so far as to actively protest them. And then when a lot of troops came home, he thought, well, I can't just protest against it and then not do anything for the troops who are returning. And so he used his expertise in Greek tragedies and, and put on these plays for these returning veterans and the the wow. the history surrounding greek tragedies is really really interesting and suffice it to say that it resonated a lot with the veterans from the middle eastern conflicts because the the greeks who like put on these plays they were all citizens and if you're a citizen you are expected to be part of the army and so these tragedies that are about like the trojan war and things like that are like produced by these veterans as well so these are greek tragedies performed by greek soldiers yes oh so not u.s troops these are no no, no, no. no. oh wow yeah yeah so the so in ancient times the greek soldiers were the ones acting in the shows and nowadays it's you know modern actors some pretty big names as well putting on these shows for audiences of you know five thousand troops and maybe smaller more intimate audiences as well but at the end of every performance they have a question and answer session where people can share their experiences and discuss the the like uh, like analyze the play and more often than not it ends up being very therapeutic for the veterans and just just the uh, just the way that the guest speaker spoke about his work and had such mixture of pride and humility in his work and for the people that he worked with it just it brought me to tears. It was it was sincere and it was eloquent and it was it was it was beautiful. It really was. He uh, it's he was able to perform a service. And yeah. I think, you know, his his emotions and his passion really spoke to that. And it it's stuff like that that really I think helps remind what true manliness is. It isn't this testosterone rage apex alpha mentality of dominance, although perhaps that nature is inherent but it's this idea that we have those strengths to serve and i think that i think about the service that brett provides to a lot of men or boys um, or veterans of life who are aged and perhaps hopeless is he gives them a chance to refine or refresh and i come from a background of not you know having a constant father figure around and so i had to defer to a lot of these tools to kind of find a way to to really refine myself, to to learn how to be a gentleman, to learn how to shave, to learn how to just to put to add detail and flourish to my life, and I think you've been a beneficiary of a lot of those. <laughs> yes, thank you, Brett. This is a thank you from Abigail to Brett. <laughs> but it, and the fact that he has a podcast to further and thank you, Abigail. I <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, to further reinforce, and I love that he's going through different avenues and so to whatever imperfections the podcast may have i think it comes around full circle to be perfect because it's to, it provides a service to those in need and those who are wanting 
Um, and in some ways, you know, it, it, we all, like you said, there are those guests too who, who really feel that sense of humil- humility and it's, they can be, these can be really great experiences. You know, mm-hmm. in 500 plus episodes, there are going to be gems. Mm-hmm. There are going to be things that are transformative, that are enlightening. As much as there are dull and perhaps boring ones or ones that are just full of, go- you arrogance. know, like arrogance. <laughs> yeah, th- there will be, and again, this is the host. I think the only thing that Brett might be arrogant about, and he's not arrogant, but he just always talks about his love for Vermont. Brett <laughs> loves Vermont. And I just, I just, he talks, he he loves Vermont a lot. Um, And you're like, yes, Brett, we get it. But outside of that, you know, it's this, it's this great, (laughs) sorry, your face right now. I just. I don't think I even caught on to the Vermont trend. Well, what's so great about Vermont? Well, Brett, if you, uh, if you ever listen to this, give us a shout out and let us know what's really good about Vermont. Yes, please. Send us an email. Give it, send us some brochures, some pamphlets. <laughs> like, what is it about Vermont that is so gravitational? Uh, it probably, it's probably where the strenuous life began. Anyways, um, but yeah, f- ov- overall, it's it's a good experience. He's thorough. The guests mm-hmm. are a hit or miss. Um, it's not a storytelling. Um, if anything, it's just a telling. Yeah, and there are some stories. That isn't to say sure. that. Yeah, like, but mostly it's. Um, people's own experiences like those two backpackers i talked about or i just started one about um kit carson there was this man who moved to santa fe who's an author and he was really interested in like the 1840s to the 1860s and so he wrote a book about kit carson (laughs) and um which is really interesting actually um but i love history and so i didn't mind the beaver talk (laughs) about beaver trapping (laughs) um of mr kit yeah mr Kit Carson, yeah. So just in case for those for those of you guys who are listening who are curious about what um, topics he covers, he's got podcasts on the humble, narcissistic leader, how to land your dream job, um, you know, how, how to do the impossible this year, speaking of probably of 2021, just, you know, how to get back on your feet after 2020, mm-hmm. all the way to things, you know, that are, are way dated back, you know, of, uh, you know, rules for your newborn daughter or how bad do you want it? Um, how to be miserable. He, in fact, huh. he talks about something that has been so core to me in terms of manliness. Is how to be miserable? No, no, no. But it, <laughs> the misery it reminds me of something. And Brett speaks to a personal experience of loss that I think he had. But what it was is, in terms of being manliness or being manly. And and the cool thing about this, I'll, I'll tie into this again afterwards. Is this is not just for men. This doesn't just benefit men or boys. Um, but he talks about when he and his wife experienced a loss, mm-hmm. he allowed his wife to break down first, but he had to stay strong, stoic to almost to a degree to keep moving forward, to keep the family unit moving forward, to keep structure. Mm-hmm. And that's so that once she recovered, he then could break down and have her pick him up. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool. I don't think he's saying, hey, how to be miserable, you know, but how to really how to work through the misery that life is going to exactly as best as you can. And I think that's key. He equips boys men but also girls women with skills things in the repertoire mm-hmm. to really get the most out of life and i think that's great if you go to their website they have you know headers for get style get ahead get strong get social and those really are the aspects that you could tap into which really cover almost anything mm-hmm. to really help you become more it's more than motivational it's manivational i'm just kidding i think, I, I think <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch <laughs> uh, maybe it's, still, it's just motivational guys come on 
That's so cool, though. Major respect to Brett and his wife. That is admirable, absolutely. And I think it's so cool because, I mean, I think most men along like w along the lines of toxic masculinity, like don't ever get to the point of feeling like they're able to break down, feeling like they're able to show vulnerability, to be weak, to try new things with without a fear of failure or with the fear of failure, but doing it anyways. You know, it's not paralyzing. It's like it's enabling to be vulnerable and to feel what you need to feel and do what you need to do. So that's really, really admirable. And that's really the saving grace, the redemptive nature of even though we've we've addressed some things that we were not really fans of, the redemptive feature is really just the mission of the podcast, the mission of the the website, the mission of this couple. Like he mentions in the in the like get to know us page on the com that it's a joint effort between him and his wife to manage this huge like endeavor. Yeah, just this big endeavor, this big website uh, there's a lot of branches on this tree for both of them to handle and um it's just the mission of it again is just admirable and really really needed so have, right have now have you found that it you know as you know because we we so we came up i came up with this idea of art of manliness because of what's her name this almost uh -huh. like really i guess really um funny battle of the sexes you know this wasn't like anything that was you know aggressive it was just this like kind of joking battle of the sexes idea that i had but you know this being art of manliness as mm -hmm. a woman how is how have you kind of what's your perspective through this oh, that's a good question thank you um i i have typically enjoyed this podcast i feel like i have not been excluded from any of the topics from any of the speakers i think that because brett works with his wife it's very important to the both of them that it's an all-inclusive kind of destination um in terms of the podcast and the website i have used a lot of the tips in my own life um and i've learned a lot i've learned a lot about the way men think so thank you brett for a glimpse into ian's mind it's not just ooga booga okay bad speech not just that but maybe sometimes <laughs> thanks um it's it's been enlightening you know to say the least it's been helpful in a lot of different ways I think that in order to maximize effectiveness for it, though, for you listeners out there, is really to sort through and like kind of cherry pick the ones that you yes. want to, to listen to. And then don't be afraid to dive deep. If you feel like you need to like become a better parent, there are a lot of episodes about that. And so don't, don't listen to the ones about working out if working out is not your problem. Like... Listen to the ones that are going to make the biggest difference for you. And don't be afraid to just skip around and go back 10 years if you need to. Yep, exactly. Um, that's, I think, what Abigail and I basically agreed on in terms of listening to this. Is This is not something you'd binge. I tried putting this on at work because we had freedom of what to listen to, and I... I suffered more at work, I think, in terms of productivity, <laughs> just because it was just there. It just it seemed a little monotonous. Mm -hmm. But this is something to study, or to introduce you into a deeper study. Mm -hmm. So you know things that you come across, be it on their web page or otherwise. You know YouTube, wherever you find things that you want to work on or decide you want to work on, you you find it here in this podcast. They talk about it. They'll refer to great resources, and then you can start a deeper study on. It. I think it's great for that. Just like you said, Abigail, a cherry pick. It can be tough with 500 episodes. I'd say, honestly, go on the website, find articles, and I'm sure there's going to be a partnering mm -hmm. podcast that goes with it. 
and then go down there. Some of the books, really interesting. Great authors. You know, great. there are great people behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely not one where, like, what's her name? You could find yourself lost in these stories over and over again. Or you feel yourself joining the conversation with, you know, Chuck and Josh. This is, this is less like that. Um, this is, for me, you know, we have a goal to review 10-plus episodes. Um, but this was one that, that took some took some work to bite through. Yeah, that's true, huh? I think that part of the reason why we took so long in making this episode was because of Tux, first and foremost. Nice going, buddy. Yeah, you stinker. <laughs> but also because it's it, it, it was like walking through mud, you know, to, to listen to podcast after podcast after podcast. It just got very... Like, it just ended... It dragged on for me. Yep. Yeah. So... Cherry picking is definitely the advice that we would give, um, but definitely give it a shot. I recommend it as a woman. And I that, I don't know how much of a volume that speaks because it is just general life advice with a focus on manliness and um, being a man in the modern age. Um, but there's definitely really, really good resources for women as well. So just to, to basically bring it to a conclusion, um, thank you for sticking us with us this long. And it, it, it boils down to this, this idea of how can it serve you? What Brett and his guests do are a service. And if that interests you or if you find yourself in need or you know of someone else, in, you know, in, in, and not in need of like desperate, just like in some ways to get them through, especially with 2020 and 2021 being tough times, this is a time to help us get ourselves back on our feet. And this podcast does that. Mm-hmm. This podcast will give you the tools, maybe not always the inspiration, but the tools to do so. And so you go, what's her, what's her name? You find a role model on there who, mm-hmm. and they're, who are great, courageous people. And you think, how can I be like them? Then you listen to AOM and you find something on how to be, you know, Dutch sister assassins <laughs> and then you go from there and then I think that's ultimately the way you do it you couple this with something you know yeah. that's when you cherry pick cherries are sweeter stick with this don't brute force this um, it's not for everyone and it's not for everyone all the time I do think well, I, I do think it is for everyone but it's a, this is very much a time and place situation yeah. than it is an, an all the time put on to relax you know like, like you said I mean, let's stress you out sometimes so I don't think it's always <laughs> relaxing yeah. um, but that's a really good way to put it and so Find the ones that you need and go from there. Dive deep. Change your life. That's what he wants to do is change people's lives. So thank you for listening to our third episode. We're really excited to continue. And go be manly, men. (laughs) (laughs) And you too, women. (laughs) (laughs) And join us again in a few weeks. And have a great president's day weekend and hope you guys had a great valentine's day yes. um funny a little little bit of trivia for you guys um so valentine's day obviously is a day for couples but in china we have what's called guanguanjie um which is the single sticks day um so that's <laughs> for everyone who doesn't who doesn't have a couple you know it's november 11th and so you know we'll uh so there's valentine's day and then there's single stick day so that's you know fun. whatever whatever your situation is there's a day out there for you but just know that we appreciate having you as a part of our community uh, we love having you guys around. And so feel free to reach out to us at all of our social media places um, at Better Podcast Bureau. And also interact and reach out to AOM. See if you guys can find something you like or, you know, request a topic to be said. And we'll see what uh, we'll see what Brett does. So thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.